Fun. Welcome to another edition of the glittery and somewhat hairy bones of advertising. Mm. I'm Quag McLeod. Lovely <laughs> to see you. Hello, Quag. Hi, Quag. Hi, Quag. Hi, Quag. Uh, nice to have you all aboard. Lovely, lovely to see you all. Lovely to be um, I'd like to kick off today with just a little note to uh, fabulous pies who just snuck in a one-point win last night and just say, tip of the hat, can play, never write them off. Can play? Can play against a team that can't kick a goal? Four goals, well, 14 or something. Only it? causes pressure, mate. Doesn't make the diamonds all the That's time, does pressure. it? That's absolutely not pressure. You know what that is? That's uh, dumb what is luck. It? That's what's going to what drive you to your... That sounds like a Melbourne supporter talking. I can only be what I can be, Craig. I can only offer what I can offer. I can only observe. You can only what do what you can do, my boy. That's indeed. That's it. That's it. But we digress. <laughs> this is a rabbit hole we've even tripped down before we've even started. Yes, of course. Well, let's get on to something fabulous. What about you, okay. Pinky Tuscadero? What have you got to, uh, to say to yes. Uh Today we're looking at one of my all-time favourite brands, like massive advertising crush on these phones. Oh, <clears throat> so let's have a look at their first 2023 brand piece. Ta-da! Hey, it's cool. You're just saying that. I can see that you need it. So go get that smoked herring paste. We love you. You'll always be my first shop. We know you see other supermarkets, but you'll save more if you shop at Aldi first. Aldi, good, different. There we go. How do we feel? It's just pure, pure love. <gasps> oh, even the rain. Like, what the fuck did it rain inside for? Because it's good and it's different. Like, what do you mean? It's what they do really. They do it really well. I think. I think they play on the fact that they are different. They're bizarre. You go in there, you buy your pickles, and you come out with a lawnmower. Like it's this experience of just like you don't know what you're Mm going to get, and that's what they bring through in their advertising. And I love it. I love it. I've got the biggest campaign crush. On I think them. what it was even better is who the fuck wants fucking fish paste or whatever it is. Like they only have the shit you don't want anyway. Like really, well, I think it I plays was too. Brilliant. It's it's the way that I don't know if you guys are Aldi shoppers. I am very much so. I love them, but it is the sentiment of you can't get everything. So come here first, tick as much off your list as you can. And then go to your Woolies or go to your Coles and get the things that, you, you know, that they can't sell you um, at significant savings. You know, that's their biggest play in all their catalogues. They do the this versus this and it's like 50% cheaper or, you know, there's there's massive savings. And I just love them. I love that they, sorry, I like going on about it because I've got such a crush oh, on, on them. But I love it how they take, they always take the piss as well with all their brand, like the brands that they stock, that they're like not quite right versions of the big brands. Like they take the fonts, they take yeah. the colours, they add a little like umlet to the to the product mm-hmm. name and then it's something different. And it's, 
I just, yeah, little, anyway. What did you say? A little omelette. Little omelette from the egg. A piece of egg. But no, an omelette. Oh, omelet, not an not omelette. omelette. <laughs> it's a bit fancy. Um, anyway, I'll let you guys go because, yeah, oh, no, I I, love as it. you can tell, I love, I love them. <laughs> I've never you seen you on a high horse before, Carol. I oh, I, I my Carol. horse is so high. Like, if this chair could go any higher, I'd be, I'd be up in the skies. Like, I just, Frank it. Anyway, I'll bring it back down. Gets? Um, Yeah, I love it. I think they do a really good job of, I guess, just understanding where they're at in the market and not trying to oversell their offering that, that they're really honest about you know where they sit in the market and I think <laughs> that makes even though what like the piece we just watched is so obscure and silly and funny it's also the undertone of it is very authentic to the brand mm. and they're being really honest about where they sit in the market additionally to that like most people who are like who are marketing based on price and who are marketing based on saying we're the cheapest go with really just like price discount led sort of messaging. And I like the way that they spun that instead of saying, hey, we're the cheapest, come shop with us. It was more come shop with us first, get most like get get what you can here and then go elsewhere instead of just saying, come to us, we're the cheapest. Um, and I think when you look at the other, obviously the two other biggest players in the market being Woolworths and Coles, like they're jug juggernauts. Like you, Aldi is never going to compete with them in the same way because they just don't have the exact same offering. Um, and even though like Coles' slogan is value the Australian way and then we've got Woolworths marketing the fresh food people, um, I think Aldi just really understands where they sit in the market and um, are being very authentic. And this piece really tells that story really well. It's actually quite a quite a great way for them to gain market share by just saying, hey, you can shop elsewhere, just make sure you come to us first. I think it's just yeah. a much more compelling way to get people to probably consider Aldi. Yeah, I think you touched yeah. on the key right there. I think... What they've done and one of the keys that we need to do as advertisers and marketers is get people to consider our brand. Mm. And what they've done is planted the seed in someone's head yeah. that says, oh, I better consider that because, you know what, all of the things on the ladies' list there I buy every week and, you know, smooshed salmon paste or whatever it was, the one that she doesn't, I never so eloquently and so brilliantly in a cheeky, naughty, eldy ways put the consideration in everyone's mind and says, well, if I want to save dough, I've got to go to Aldi first. Yeah. It's like, it's strategic, but also entertaining. Like I feel like they've done those two things. Oh, good. Wow. Yeah. 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 I, the thing I liked about it is it's watchable. Mm. Like yeah. that's the first, that's the first rule of advertising is like get my attention and keep my attention. You know, that the, it looks like a Spanish art house movie, just, you know, 30, <laughs> yes. 30, 30 seconds of, you know, like, like, you know, in water, like water for chocolate. Do you remember that? Like when she, when she cried, it like it, it rained, it literally rained on the, on the, on the guests of the, of yeah, the right, okay. it's just, you put your emotions into everything and it's just, it has that kind of vibe about it. I felt a little uncomfortable when he did the whole kind of, you know, like this, the, I was a bit, it's a bit, that's a bit much, but that's just my, you know, middle-class male upbringing coming out. I, I, don't, <laughs> think it's, I don't think it's going to upset anybody really, uh, but I, I liked it. I thought it was, 
yep, all right, that tick that, and it further supports that whole thing of, well, I'm not, I'm not going to feel ashamed being seen coming out of an Audi. Now. Yeah, I reckon it's. I reckon they've done such a great job. It's almost like a badge of honour now. I, I love it. Like yep. you even see the bright nights, you know, <laughs> that's my favourite. You see these fancies walking out of Eldie because it's just crazy if you don't go. Yeah. Well, yeah. and you're so right. Like I think that all comes down to the way that they've marketed from the get-go and like how they've built that over time. Like there was probably a really big chance of them falling into like a Richie's or um, yeah. a reject store sort of IGA. feeling category, yeah. but they've sort of ended up more in like the Bunnings end, like we're cheap, yeah. even though Bunnings are cheap, but they claim to be cheap. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're not ashamed to shop there. I think like they've done such good brand building over the journey. Yeah. There's, there's that, that classic kind of marketing wisdom of making a, a binary choice for for customers and like people who shop at Coles or Woolies will shop there because it's closer. Like we've got a Coles yeah. and a Woolies equal distance to us, but we'll go to Woolies because that's where we always go. But our second choice is to go to Aldi. Like we don't go to Coles because it's just like there's they've made Coles and Woolworths have made that the binary choice. And yeah. all Aldi is doing is saying, whatever one of those you go to, we're the we're the other one. Like, you know, yeah. what did they say about the other, other white meat? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. There's a there's an axe meter in your backyard, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. You know, just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Well, I'm glad that everyone everyone got the, the feel-good vibes. I think um, I applaud yeah. the agency because... For me, every ad they do is awesome. So, like, how do they top that? And I think they did a really great job of of continuing the brand platform and yeah, yeah. the engagement. And I just, oh, I just love yeah. them. Anyway, when they, when they first came out, people were like, "What's that? That's bizarre! Like, that's stupid. That'll never go anywhere." Yeah, and they built a brand out of it. So, you know, hats off. Totally. That's off. Tip of the hat. Tip of the hat, Perhaps you should continue with your love of stuff and pose a question that's pretty tough in advertising. Sure. So the hardest question for advertising this week is, would you rather work with the category leader or the underdog? So I guess in the sense of what we've just spoken about, Woolies and Coles, I think on the last check, Woolies was... <clears throat> 50% of the market, Coles was 40% of the market, and Aldi's only 10% of the market. So do you want to work with the leaders or do you want to work with the underdogs? I'll go first. Oh, you got this. You got this. I'm just going to sit here. Just watch you um, pick apart that argument. <laughs> uh, choice for me is so easy like not even just in this scenario I think just broadly across any category I'd much prefer to work with the underdog or the challenger brand so to speak I think they have a little bit more appetite to be disruptive in market which allows you to perhaps push the boundaries a little bit more with what you the um, pieces of work that you're able to put out there and the creative that you're able to come out come up with I think it's a little bit less limiting <clears throat> brand that has you know so much um yeah 
trust and um, is so established, I think they're a little bit more constrained on how far you can push that platform. Yep, yep. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to say, I think we're a bit coloured by seeing the magnificent work of Aldi in, in that <laughs> particular, in, in that market segment. I I think I'd rather work for the overdog rather than the underdog. I think Is there an overdog? Is that what it's called, the overdog? I've just made that up. I think I like in the it. battle, it's in the ba- your new phrase, the, battle, the overdog. Yeah, in the battle of uh, big versus small, pick big. If you're too small to compete, get a big mate and get them to do the fighting for you. Like I, <laughs> I think if you look at uh, you look at the market leaders in uh, fashion or like shoes, Nike. Like who would not want to work on Nike? Um, you know, Coca Cola in the in the soft drink. You know, market like they, there's some very very good marketers and there's a the, the the reason that a lot of those people have risen to the top is because they've got smart people who do smart things and that would be nice to go and work inside an organization that demands excellence so overdog for me and there you go but i understand i understand the underdog uh, the attraction of the underdog I'm an underdog fan. Just look at my my uh, my my uh, my sports bet account after the Melbourne Cup. I've backed so, <laughs> so many underdogs. I could open up an RSPCA special event place. Just, there you go. There you go. <clears throat> well, Bert, it's your question, so you're going to go last in this particular. Okay. No worries. Tape, oh, I'm with JD. Oh, I think the opportunity to play with one of the largest players and defend territory and understanding the matrix of those that are coming up and where they can potentially impact your offer and your message to market. I think the strategy that needs to be employed in that is really exciting. And the opportunity to look at how could we potentially continue to play like we're number two although we're still protecting that number one in market. So how can we look at the opportunity to extend our growth? So growing the entire category by bringing more to us rather than saying that we're worried about someone taking a particular share of our market as well. So for me, easy. I definitely want to play with the largest in the market. Having said that, I love playing with the uh, the underdog, but I'm going to choose the, uh, as JD's coined, the overdog. <laughs> I'm going to go the overdog too. I oh, think, rough, rough. I, know. <laughs> I think it's kind of a curveball, I guess, like where JD's already touched on. Aldi does it exceptionally well as the underdog, but I think that isn't the case for a lot of other brands. Like we've touched on with the Nikes and the Cokes and stuff like that as well. I think it would just be awesome to be able to play with like massive budgets on big brands that everyone already knows and they love like I think you can still have that creative freedom to a degree rather than chasing your tail perhaps with the underdog and and trying to kind of claw market share so for me it would have to be the overdog as well the three good ones today Oh, I can't wait to see our socials on this one. The overdog or the underdog? Everyone's going, what the hell's the overdog? (laughs) I love it. Absolutely brilliant. Well, kiddies, well played. I thought that was a very, very delicious delicious. episode of uh, the hairy, glittery bones of advertising. And I'd just like to have a quick shout out to Hungry Jacks who 
claim to be the burgers are better, why don't they go with the chips are better at Hungry Jack's? Because that's probably what they've got. That's probably the truth. Not that I've had any in the last five oh. months. Not that I'm really counting at all, but the chips are better at Hungry Jack's. I would uh, I would agree. What that's about what KFC? That's what KFC's made not in Red Rooster famous. Red Rooster, that's what made Red Rooster famous. Is people would go there for the chips and the chicken was it's like a true. Well, just goes there for the salt, not even the chips. Valid point, Poddle, because they change from like your Macca's chips to the thicker cut chips, and there wasn't any marketing around it. Like it was no. just a surprise when you got there and you ordered your waffle, and you're like, "Hey, the chips are different. <laughs> like they're actually really chips good are thicker and better." Yeah, chips so I think really- yeah, Hungry Jacks, give us a call. We need to uh, we need to do a campaign around your chippies. Well, they've actually just launched, I'm not sure if you've seen, they've just launched like boneless chicken pieces, like KFC's chicken. like Right, so fried chicken, proper southern fried. Yeah. Oh, I love a bit of southern fried. Jax is ages away. It's so annoying. Uh, What's up with cheese? No tomato, thanks. Do you know what actually is? I'm I'm really. No, you tell us. You tell us. Come on. Okay. I'm really on the Hungry Jack bandwagon. I've had it a few times in the last weeks um is there you know how all the plastic straws are a big no-no like don't take them get out paper straws everyone hates paper straws they're shit Mm -hmm. they don't give you the same drinking experience they go soggy they taste like shit they reduce the bubbles like it's just there's so much badness about them (laughs) so much passion hungry jacks (laughs) lids have this like flip open and you clip it back in and it's like a can like it acts like a can so you drink straight from the cup it's fucking mind-blowing but is it made from plastic well all the yes all the lids are still made from plastic but instead of having to use the paper straw there's no straws needed now but are they so are they do yourself a favor i'm just everyone uh, still has plastic lids I'm saying oh, I'll go and try. I'll go and try them. You I'll try to, them. Like it's a different drinking experience. It gives me all the kind of like Japan vibes. Like this is something Ooh. really smart that's happened here. Anyway, and get a, a whopper with cheese, no tomato, large chips, extra salt. Do yourself a favor. That's another edition of the Bones of Advertising. Don't go changing. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.